Welcome to the Community United podcast produced by Sherburne County Area United Way. I am your host and executive director, Kat Sarp. Each week, we chat with local nonprofit leaders and community members that are creating an impact locally and let you know how you can too. So let's get started. Hello, neighbors. Welcome to the Community United podcast. I'm your host, Kat Sarf, the Executive Director for Sherburne County Area United Way. And I am joined today by my co-host, Jim Boyle, the Star News um, the editor of the star news, I should say, <laughs> although you are a star of the news, Jim. So you want to say hi? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then our guest today is Julie Schultz. She is the founder of the Main Street Family Services located in downtown Oak River. So welcome, Julie. Hi. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Happy to be here. We're very excited to have you and learn more about your organization. But before we get started talking about um, mainstream family services, tell me a little bit more about you. A little bit, were you born and raised in the community? Your background? Tell us, paint the picture for us. Sure, sure. Well, I grew up in Shoreview, Minnesota, actually, so not too far away. Um, I um, am. A community member now. I've been in the area since 20, 2002. Um, started out in Dayton, lived a little bit in Otsego, and now um, since 2017, I physically lived in Elk River, uh, but I've been working in the community as well. Uh, so Elk River is near and dear to my heart. Many of my children went to ISD 728, or all of them did, <laughs> went to all the schools here. And so I've been a part of this community for a long time. Excellent. Excellent. Um, can you just um, begin by just telling me about the mission of your organization? Yeah. Um, so Main Street Family Services, um, we, our mission is to equip, equip individuals, families, um, and children with solutions, resources, and practical strategies that they need to thrive. Um, we are about family and about promoting family relationships. Um, for healing family relationships. We want children uh, to feel safe and secure in their homes. We want them to feel nurtured, loved, and cared about. But we know that parents are stressed and overwhelmed sometimes with the needs of their family. And so we really want to come alongside them and support them as they're raising their children. Um, in terms of how did you get involved in this? That's a great question. Um, I'm a mom and I uh, love... Uh, being a mother, I raised a big family. I'm a grandma now, and I don't have any children at home, but um, I raised eight children. Um, and during that journey of child rearing, um, I needed a lot of support. I needed help from my community. I needed help from my friends, from my family, because the tasks and the, and the job of raising a family are really challenging. And it was challenging years ago, and it's even more challenging today. Um, so it's always been in my heart that I really wanted to help parents. I love children, but I really wanted to help parents. And so along the way, I ran Bible studies for parents. I um, worked in my church. I tried to do things that were really supporting that helping the parents. Yeah. Um, and along the way throughout my journey, um, I learned a lot of things um, that were helpful. I have two kiddos that are adopted internationally. I spent a lot of time in that uh, learning about 
um, kiddos with a lot of trauma, kiddos with a lot of hurt and wounds, and how do we help heal them? And how do we help heal them in our families? And so um, I was fortunate enough along my journey to have different kinds of jobs, but I ended up working for Sherburne County as a contractor. And they had me providing supervised visits and parent education for families who were involved in child protection. And I feel like my story, um, all the things that I learned as I was a single mom for much of uh, my parenting, and uh, you know, with the adopted children coming with a lot of wounds, um, and then my, you know, and just the wounds that happened in our family because of our story, um, I learned a lot. And so I was able to really understand and help other parents on their school in their story and um, helping them to heal those family relationships. And so that's where it started. Um, and after doing that work for five years as an independent contractor all by myself, um, they, I would be able to serve about 13 families at a time, maybe a little bit more here and there. Uh, I remember thinking that I, I had been given so much and I under, understood so, I felt like I understood a lot about what families needed. Um, I would, I remember driving around and thinking, this should really be bigger than one person. Like, <laughs> I know that what is in me, I could give to others so that other people could be helped. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have a mechanism or an idea of what that would look like. I had no idea that um, I would ever run a company that wasn't like my vision or my goal, but I just knew I had more to offer and I thought, that that thought crossed my mind. Yeah. It's incredible. So along the way, um, Sherburn County came to me and said, you know, we have to be careful how we interact with, or let me say this differently. They, they said that they would like to continue to contract with me, but they couldn't as an independent contractor. And I needed to change how I did my work. Um, and they gave me some, several options of maybe things that could work. Um, And so one of the ideas that came to mind during this conversation for me was that um, I could start my own company and they could contract with me that way. This was, you know, like I said earlier, wasn't like what I was planning on doing. I was really looking to provide for the needs of my own family. Mm -hmm. Um, I was looking to put food on the table and pay my bills. And um, so to start something big like this was like not my first, wasn't what I originally thought. (laughs) Um, But here's this opportunity. And um, so there was one other gal, um, she had uh, been with me and we did this together and it was Sarah Hamlin. And so we started off on this journey of creating Main Street Family Services. Now, to be all fair in how I describe it, Main Street was, I didn't start the 501c3, the actual physical 501c3. That, that actually was created by some people that I used to go to church with. Okay. And they really had a heart for wanting to serve the community um and they but the way but when they went to their community and said um we'd like to begin this year in our community and we want to use this building and and i don't really know all of the details so i won't say that too many of them <laughs> i don't want to be incorrect in how i described it the city didn't necessarily want them to start that business then and there at that time and so they sort of gave up this mission and vision um, and sort of just tabled it. They kept the 501c going, 501c3 going, but they never actually did any work with it. Okay. I knew about this and I was really passionate about what they were doing. I was super excited. Like I was like all on board. And this was back in the mid 2000s when the crash of the market happened. Yep. Um, 
And so um, I knew about it and I knew the people who were kind of holding on to the, the entity of the 501c3 pay, you know, writing whatever they needed to, the, to keep it alive with the government and all of those things. Yeah. Well, I called them saying, could I just bill under Main Street Family Services? And they uh-huh. said, no. <laughs> I was the executive director. And so that's literally how that started. But what's interesting is that the original vision really is kept. They're really, I mean, maybe some of the, the actual services that are provided are slightly different, but essentially the mission and the vision of wanting to serve families, helping them with practical things that will make their lives better is what we are hoping to accomplish in the work that we do. Well, that was a great segue into what services do you provide? (laughs) So we provide three kinds of services. And um, I'm going to start out with our most used service and the one we originally started out with. Um, Many people have never heard of supervised visitation. They don't know what that is. They've never heard of it before. And um, we provide this service specifically for counties we can work with any county in the state of Minnesota, but primarily our host county contract is with Sherwood County. And, um, and that's where I started, was doing this particular service for Sherwood County. Um, and what we do is we work with families who have entered the child protection system. And the children um, are not, have been, it has been investigated and the children are not safe in their home at this time. And so... Um, child protection has removed the children. They're in foster care, kinship care, or relative taking care of them. And we provide supervised visits. It's a reunification process between the parent and those children. Um, And you can imagine all the turmoil that's come along in the family's life um, to get to a point where the children are not safe at home. Mm -hmm. And So the parents are on this journey. They're on this healing journey. They need to go to therapy often. They're dealing with their chemical health. They're dealing um, with domestic violence types issues and having to go to different kinds of classes or therapies regarding that. They have legal problems. They're really under a lot of pressure. And part of this, the process is to reunify this family. No one wants to see families dissolved um, or children removed permanently from their homes. We want to work on reunification. And so that's part of what supervised visitation is all about, is that especially when it's having to do with county work. Um, So we help with um, children being able to see their parents. And then we help um, try to build new skills. So we work with parenting education to support those families and learning um, about the trauma that's happened, learning about how to interact with our children differently and to support that parent-child relationship. So you do do some of the counseling with the parents as well. So that that particular service is yep. yes with the parent, but we are working with the whole family. Okay, all together at the same time, and then on the on, and then a little bit separately. You know, like a few hours a week, we're working just on parenting skills with the parents themselves. Okay, uh, and then we bring that knowledge and that new learning back to the time that we're spending with the parents and the kiddos together. And hopefully we're applying new skills. We're learning new ways to interact and with the other work that they're doing and healing up the other parts of their life. And we're hoping that that they will be able to be reunified along the way, keeping children safe, helping them heal from the things that have happened to them. Um, And uh, there's, you know, whole teams of people that are helping with this process. But our role is that supervised visit. 
So along the way with all that we've learned and watching and trying to help families do better together, we have a lot corporately as a company, we have a lot of skills and understanding like the things that really hurt us and wound us and cause mental health issues for the children and, and the adults in their lives. And so we opened up our, uh, uh, part of our services as therapy. So we are able to uh, provide therapy to families, individuals, children um, who are healing in, in any part of their life. It doesn't have to be specifically okay. because of this uh, out-of-home placement of children. It doesn't have to be because of that. It can be really anything. Um, and so we provide therapy. And we also then are passionate about prevention. We want to help families before they get to such a huge crisis. Um, we don't want children to be in homes that are unsafe. So it makes me emotional to talk about it because I really feel passionately about um, all that, how, how stressed our community is, how, not just Elk River, but really our whole society. We are very stressed yeah. and we've gone through a lot um, for lots of reasons. And um, there, the breakdown of the family unit has just really taken its toll on our, on everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we really want to make sure that people have natural supports, things that they can count on, um, voices of compassion, grace, um, acceptance, um, and really, um, bring, um, hope and healing to, to families before, like I said, before they get to a big crisis. So we offer parenting classes support group for families who are adoptive families, foster mm -hmm. care and families. Um, and so we try to bring education and, and what, and we even have grants for one-on-one -on -one parent education. So we can work Very with cool. one parent um, and it's free service to them. We can do parent education for them over a period of weeks, um, supporting them just so as Individual. Is there, how is the, the enrollment process or like to, for the one-on-one -on -one therapy or for the one-on-one -on -one coaching, the therapy, the prevention, what's, what does that process look like? Um, it really, it's just calling into our office and making an appointment. It's, okay. and, um, when it comes to anything with regard to a supervised visit, um, and I can, I'll, I'm going to swing back to that in a minute, but for yeah. therapy and even parent coaching, any of that, you just call our office. Uh, we also have, um, like a registration online where you can ask for a particular service that you're interested in. Uh, so all of that's available, you know, pretty much social media or through, um, through like a phone call, honestly. Um, when it comes to um, our support groups, though, we, po we post them on Eventbrite. So okay. well, I'm sorry, not our support groups, our parenting classes. We post those on Eventbrite. Okay. Um, and so yeah, we're running two classes right now. We can get to that in a minute. I also wanted to say that, you know, there's a lot of people out there who uh, have had a divorce and we provide supervised visits for people that have uh, protection orders between a parent okay. and family. Um, and it obviously has to be court ordered for them to be able to be seen in our, at our site, but we also do that too. Um, so there may be people out there who are in that situation and we're a resource to the community in that way. So cool. and as far as figuring out how to get a service, it's always just a phone call away. And so right. there's no requirements. Um, well, I'm speaking to Sherburne County families when it comes to free resources as okay. far as um, parent coaching, like the one-on-one -on -one parent coaching. That's a Sherburne County exclusive grant that we received. Okay. Uh, when it comes to the other services, 
Um, those are free to anybody that would want to sign up, but we specifically target Sherman County in particular okay. for like parenting classes. But we've had people from Texas join us in our parenting classes and North Carolina. Um, yeah, we've had people oh. join us uh, because they're really like the, what we're providing is um, pretty fun information and it's um, kind of foundational for parent-child relationships. So we want to get them back. Yeah, that's amazing. And I've heard that that therapy and counseling and there's such a backlog that this is so pertinent right now for for you to be involved with all these families. And that's amazing. Do you have a wait list right now? Um, it really kind of depends on what you're talking about with regard to different services. Every service kind of um, has its own like sometimes we can serve a family because what their need is is slightly different than someone else. So okay. let's just say you wanted a four o'clock appointment on a, on a Thursday. Well, we might not have an opening for four, but we might have one for noon. So it really just depends on what we're talking about and, and what the service is when it comes to serving families, like with a class, those are, we have availability um, and open, you know, we're really open to that. And we will just continue to offer those to the community, try to build up, you know, just, letting people know that we exist and that they have that resource right here. Um, That's incredible. Jim, were you going to say something before I cut yeah, you off? Yeah, I was just I was just thinking <laughs> the work you do must be incredibly hard, but there must be things that happen that really just rejuvenate you. Um, so you got into this with the hope of helping. You're still doing it, so you're obviously helping families. <laughs> What what have been the things that have allowed you to really flourish? Because if if it didn't work, you wouldn't still be doing it. I bet. Um, so what what things kind of really uh, rejuvenate you in this in this hard work? Well, that's a great question. First mm -hmm. of all, and I appreciate even being asked to talk about it. Um, I think that when you first begin to meet with the family. I'm talking about really with our supervised visits and sometimes with our therapy too. Um, when you're, when you're, when somebody is walking through the door and they are resistant oftentimes because they're very overwhelmed and stressed and angry because of all the things that are happening to them. Um, and you watch them become open and they begin to realize that they're not alone and that they're, that they're, that people want to see them succeed and do better. And all of a sudden they become responsive and they become like sponges. They're excited to learn. They want to try new things. They care about their children and they want to um, be there for them. And they um, regret and they're, you know, some of the things that have happened in their family. Mm -hmm. And you're able to watch that process, that healing process happen. It is so exciting. Yeah. Um, it's, it, but it's a journey because when you're talking about healing from addictions and mental health issues, and you know, there's many layers to all of this, and um, I could talk about all of that another time. But um, when you start to heal from all this, it takes time. And I think the really neat thing about um, what we do is with a supervised visitation for that service, um, we we probably spend three to four hours a week families. Yeah. It's, it's not a therapy. I mean, it is in a way, but it's not, it's really, but it's this walking with yeah. and 
being able to spend that amount of time can really, I mean, it can be very exhausting, but it can be, it's super rewarding and you see more progress, but it, it still takes a, a long time. Mm -hmm. But the, the way that we designed all this programming was that you don't, once you come in through the door of, let's say for instance, supervised visitation, if your service, if you don't need us in that way anymore, but you still need support and you still need people to understand your story, we understand it because we we're dealing with it every day. And our, our therapists understand all of this and they get this trauma, they get the experiences of these families. So you can just go right into a therapeutic relationship with obviously different providers, but with, or um, you could work, you could go to a parenting class or a support group and still find that same level or different kinds of support in different ways, just based on your Yeah. That's so good. as far as like the joy of all that, um, one of the really neat experiences was I had um, one of my staff and she's, uh, we've written about this and I've shared it in other places. Um, she, uh, so it's okay for me to share. Here. <laughs> but she came kind of bounding into my office one day and she was exuberant. Like, yeah. And uh, she just said, Julie, you would not believe um, what just happened to me today. <laughs> I have been working with this family for nine months. And they finally have a place of their own. <gasps> oh my God. And so the family's being reunified. They have their own home. And I went there. And it's where I grew up. <gasps> and it's where I experienced some pretty traumatic things. Yeah. And I, if my mom would have had what I am offering this gal and her child, we maybe wouldn't have experienced those hard things because there would have been more supports around that family right. uh, or about around her own family. But she said, but I am a, like a testimony of healing, of restoration, of finding hope and belonging because I was able to overcome the things that had happened to me. And now I can offer the same healing that I needed back when I was little, the same yeah. help, the same support. I'm offering that to a new family. Yeah. That is absolutely incredible. I got tears in my eyes. I'm like, oh my God, like that was meant to be. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, and she was more than, more than thrilled to be, um, to see the full, the full circle. Yeah. Um, we all have something to offer in our life. We all were created for a purpose and, um, we can, you know, some of the, the hardest things that happen when we can find a community that helps us to heal, we then are healing agents. We can go out and pour into other people and support them on their story. And the beautiful thing about that is you don't come with judgment. You come with compassion and empathy. You get that how hard this is. This is not an easy journey. Right. And I think that's part of my own story. And I think that's why I have so much passion about it. And then to watch other people experience it too, is pretty, pretty exciting and thrilling. I just yeah. think as you're talking, like I can see people walking in with, you know, being defensive and, and walls up, but just, I'm sure that your staff, if they're anything like you is just embracing and, you know, let's, let's talk about this. There's no judgment. This is all a place of healing. And we're not telling you you're wrong. We're not telling you you're bad. This is, you know, what happened, but what are we going to do about it? And, and this is how we're going to be stronger together. It's a beautiful way to describe all that. It's exactly right. And we do know there's a beautiful book out. It's, it's called what, it, what happened to you. And it's written by Bruce Perry. 
And that's exactly what he wrote about is that we all have a story and a lot of our trauma is generational. It isn't about one, one thing that happened. It's about my, it happened to my parents. It happened to their parents. And we only know what we know. And in order to learn new skills, we have to have new people supporting us and helping us on the way. So um, it is, um, and you know, some of the outcomes, I think, I, I remember just sitting with parents and saying, of course you would feel that way. Of course mm-hmm. you would have those experiences or those outcomes in your life. Those are hard things to have gone through, but we don't have to stay stuck there anymore. We can heal. And, you know, it can be done with people who um, are safe and that are knowledgeable and that have, you know, um, a desire to see people do better. So our children can grow up healed and healthy and whole and our communities will do better because we'll have better outcomes in school. Our health will be better. There's just so many things that home life impacts. It really matters. Absolutely. So how can our neighbors that are listening get involved with your your organization? How can they help advance your mission? What are your Um, needs? Yeah, well, um, the first need that we have is um, obviously we're always, we are always looking for people who want to support what we're doing financially. Like that's just a need. Um, We'd like to offer things for free or at discounts or, you know, reduced rates. So support would be obviously welcome. Um, We are currently looking for additional board members. We would love to have um, a more diverse board um, with new, you know, that that bring their life experience and expertise to our board. We have a fabulous board currently, uh, but obviously, you know, boards are, um, you know, we, we need to grow them and we need to continue to develop as a company. And so adding to our board would be a wonderful thing. And um, we're taking applications. Is there uh, a specific skill set that you're you're lacking that you're looking for? Um, that's a really good question. Or an, or an industry? Or <laughs> yeah. So um, people who have uh, a knack that are really creative that would be able to help us with social media. That is um, an area that um, has just not been tapped into as much as I would like. And I feel like having a little bit of additional support around that would be amazing. Um, Creative um, thinkers who are kind of outside the box, people who maybe have experienced either they're an adoptive parent, so they could represent that community, a foster parent, um, or, or a parent who's, or like a grandparent parenting their grandchildren mm-hmm. and having their voice at the table would be really important. Um, we are open to, you know, representing our, our communities fully. And so we really want those voices at the table. Uh, mm-hmm. So we really consider anybody who has a passion for family, who really wants to see families um, cared for and children really uh, li- living their best life, living it to the fullest and with a lot of joy and, and hope for their futures. Uh, so that would be the description people were looking for. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what I was looking for. I know you said um, financial support. Are, are there any in kind, any like donations of items that would be helpful that people might have or, or organizations might have? Yeah, well, something fun about Main Street is that we're relatively, I mean, we've been in our same building 
for since we started and opened our doors in um, early 2016. Okay. And but we bought our building not that long ago, so we were able to purchase it, and we're in the middle of trying to do these updates. We want to have beautiful spaces for families to visit in. Mm-hmm. Um, we are um, looking, so we're adding some, you know, adding some new rooms that we didn't formally have access to are now um, open for us to uh, move into. And so we yeah. need we need uh, help and we're trying to do some painting. So I guess it would be a little bit of finding out what people's expertise is and finding out what we need, what they have to offer. But um, I know right now we need a, a small dining room set for one of our visiting rooms. I know we need high quality furniture that is child friendly. Um, so it would be a little bit of maybe just kind of talking to people about what they have and what will fit. And we're kind of designing these spaces as well to um, be versatile spaces where we could do maybe therapy and some, and then sometimes we could do a supervised visit. So we're trying to figure out what all that might look like. So I'm sorry, I'm not being super specific. Oh, no, <laughs> you're just fine. I like that. So uh, in, in the helping realm, you need people that know how to paint and what else? Yeah, somebody who could help us paint. Um, what other I volunteer love, things? Yeah, if somebody had the skill to put a frame around our um, outside signs that we have, put up uh they just need a little something more to kind of make them stand out and they think a nice wooden frame around them would be really lovely so if somebody had a skill in woodworking and wouldn't like doing that for us i would love that um as far as um just you know because of the kind of work we do we have to be a little bit careful about things and so we're trying to i'm trying to think of things that would be really just a natural easy fit that would be very practical um so you don't have to think of them all right now because you know I'm yeah. not going anywhere. And we can always add things to our social media oh, and our website yes. too. So <laughs> yes, that would be wonderful. Yes. Um, and then every once in a while, our families might have a need. Um, might, might be gas cards or um, one day I, I had a gal that just couldn't pay for her tabs on her car. And I reached mm-hmm. out to a local community member and they paid for her tabs like that. So sometimes just knowing that, hey, when I know it's a legitimate need and I know who to call, that could be helpful too. Just yeah. say, hey, we're here to help these families. We want to stabilize their life. We don't want them to lose, you know, the access to their transportation because of a tab issue, mm-hmm. right? We want to make sure that they are, you know, legal and appropriate on, on the roads or whatever. Yeah. Um, it could be that or, you know, maybe a, another financial support that could just keep them out of losing something really critical like their housing or something like that. Yeah. Excellent. That's that's a big deal. You guys paid off the building. Is that what you said? You paid it off or you bought it? Well, we bought it. We didn't okay. pay it off. Okay. <laughs> We'd like to pay it off, but we bought it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it was a big deal. It was, we just know, knew we needed a stable yeah. um, location within our community. Yeah. Another thing about Main Street is we do go to people. We don't necessarily make them all come to us. Yeah. Oh. And, um, you know, we can do that virtually through virtual telehealth. We can do it virtually. And all of our classes are a lot that are uh, that I talk, talked about earlier are actually online. Even our support group is online. Um, although I know people are wanting to meet more and more face-to-face. We're, for right now, we're trying to reach, you know, a community of people who have struggles with the amount of time that they have, the availability yeah. that they have. So we're trying to create ways for them to access these services. Um, and we also do in-home work. 
or just work closer to their to their homes. Mm -hmm. So we are willing to go where the people are. Yeah. I, I yeah. can imagine that helping a lot with anxiety too, because I mean, not everyone wants to be out in public and especially if people that, that have come from a situation, you know, they, they might be a little bit more leery about going to a place and potentially feeling that judgment. But if you're, you're able to stay in your own space, I could see how that could be really, really comforting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's also just being that we're a bit of a rural community and not everybody has great transportation. Yes. Transportation. And so if we can figure out ways to reduce those barriers to accessing services, um, you know, those are things we want to help with. I mean, we, we obviously all have limits like anybody, but, you know, we do really try to be creative. Yeah. That's awesome. Being completely inclusive. I love that. What uh, what does the future look like for you guys in terms of, you know, do you have some long range or um, short range goals? Do you have future hopes and dreams? Where do you see where do you see Main Street going? Yeah, um, we I do have some hopes and dreams. Mm -hmm. First of all, I just want to make sure that what we're doing in our current location is the best that it can be that it can serve as many families um, as possible. Um, there, um, if we could be a resource to the community beyond just the kinds of services that I've talked about, but add additional services so that there is a, there's just more and more opportunities for people to get the supports that they need. Right. Um, I would love to be that for the community. Um, I would love to expand our building to mm -hmm. make it um, a place where people know that that they can come that, and that they can get access to community like uh, social services. They may not want to go to the social service building per se, mm -hmm. or they may um, need a different kind of a service that we can direct them or provide right where we are at. So I, you know, someday foresee building on to what we currently have and. Um, making space for community events, making space for our families to gather and um, feel connected with each other because I feel like so much disconnect um, in our community. Um, and when we're isolated, none of us do well. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are, you know, the big, the, all the COVID stuff where we're all isolated from one another had really, really bad outcomes, honestly, for families and children in particular. And um, so finding ways to create connection in our community um, so some of this is a little bit dreamy and uh, maybe not too specific, uh, although there's they're probably more specific than my own. <laughs> what I'm saying out loud. Well, we started with dreamy though first when you talked about mm -hmm. you know you had this you'd like to provide this and you didn't know what that would look like and then you were told that it would look like maybe uh, your own business and you're like that's not what I had in mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, and I'm willing to kind of follow the lead of. The, the response or what what the county or other entities in the community are saying, um, willing to kind of follow and kind of dream with them. But as far as Main Street, we are looking to be the best we can be for families right where we're at yeah. um, and to make sure that people know that we exist yeah. <laughs> because I think we've been kind of quiet and uh, <clears throat> mostly because of the kind of work we were doing, yeah. um, you know, it, and so, but once we kind of realized once I kind of grew 
in my own leadership, mm-hmm. I began to see that there is an amazing community in Sherburne County. I had no mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. And all of a sudden, my world is I'm being supported as like the, the executive director of Main Street by other executive directors, by CAT mm-hmm. and United Way, by other um you know, like the county and other businesses, um, we became a member of the chamber. Oh my word, what a great group of people. Yeah. Um, I, I just could not tell you enough about how honored I am to be a part of the bigger group mm-hmm. of other great. agencies that are doing work in this community. It really is quite remarkable, honestly. And you're talking about everyone else being so remarkable, but yet at the same time, I'm so incredibly inspired by all the work that you're doing and just your ability to dream and make it come true. So that's why when you said everything's so dreamy and I was like, I know you're going to make it happen. So there's, <laughs> <laughs> you're such no. an inspiration. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So I what, appreciate <laughs> what kind of events and things do you have coming up that, that our neighbors can support you with? Sure. So um, right now we are doing, well, actually we're hoping to support them. So mm-hmm. I'd like to invite so <laughs> we are doing two things uh, right now. One is um, a parenting class called Circle of Security. And uh, Circle of Security is a, you can look it up online. We have, we were able with a grant to train all of our staff in Circle of Security parenting curriculum. And it's an evidence-based curriculum. It's trauma-informed. And what it does is it teach parent, teaches parents about their relationship with their kids and what their kids need. And it's so foundational to every parent. I wish parents who take it go, why didn't I learn this before? Like, this is so helpful. It just explains things that, you know, you kind of knew, but you didn't. And uh, so we are offering that class right now. We are offering them ongoing. So if you don't, couldn't make it now, make it in the future because we'll always offer them. But um, it's on Wednesdays. It's virtual and you can find it on um, Eventbrite. And then we are, uh, there's so much need to support families and parents who are raising teens. And so we also have um, a virtual support group for teens or for the parents of teens. And um, that's also an event, right? And you can see it on our website. We posted on our Facebook page. Um, one of the things I should have done is had this, uh, I had the dates in front of me, but I don't. So I apologize for that. Um, Yet but, again, we know where to find you. We will, we yes. will hook, hook this up on our, our website too. Wonderful. So, and it's just, it's, so there's, there were three opportunities for parents at, to talk with a parent educator. Um, her name is Andrea Jonathan, and she is fabulous. She's trained in parent education. And so um, she's also a mom of teens. Um, and so this, the whole theme is loving your kid, loving your teen, how to love them better. And we know that we, there's just so many challenges. So um, we're just giving, it's a forum to talk about how to do that. And then are you, are you going to have those ongoing then? Yes, we will. Okay. We're going to add more. And we're going, I think our, my vision for the parenting education piece is just to have an, a calendar that is um, kind of that you can count on, that this is what's going to happen in the future. And we're kind of just going to run it until we hear of a new need or we need to be a little bit fluid. And we can, we can always do that. But I just wanted to have something people could really count on. Yeah. And so we're, uh, we're creating that right now, a training Excellent. Um, but our, one of the big, one of the, not a small dream, I guess it's a big dream is to offer up parenting, um, like a seminar and we're in 
dialogue right now with some uh, communities, uh, other community support people who are going to be putting that together in the fall. And so parents can join us and hopefully find community, a sense that, hey, we're not alone. We're all in this together. We're raising these children and their gifts and they're hard. And, and sometimes it's great and easy, but a lot of times it's hard. And um, so we want to be able to support people. Um, and so we're going to, we'll be posting more and more information as we kind of pull all the details together for that. But that'll be in late fall. Okay. Excellent. Outstanding. Um, we've talked about a lot today, um, but I'm just wondering, is there anything else you'd like your neighbors to know? Anything else that uh, we haven't talked about that you maybe wanted to make sure you talked about? Um, well, I guess there was one thing that I wanted to share. Um, uh, we, I, I was just going to share about our, our logo. Um, okay. And I think it kind of maybe will summarize everything that I shared today. <clears throat> Um, our logo um, was designed with it being uh, the symbol of a lantern at the end of the main street and then family services. And at the end of the street, there's a little lantern glowing. And um, the original thought behind the lantern was that there's someone holding the lantern. And the people who are being, the person that's holding the lantern is supporting the people that are walking behind or with, along with them. And we're holding that lantern out to help people who are stumbling, help people that are um, having a difficult time. We're holding the light out so people can see which way to go. And that's really like the, like, like the, the heart behind Main Street Family Services is that we want to serve. We want to hold out a light to be able to, for people to find their way. Um, and it's done with, you know, compassion and intention and um, hope for, people to thrive, to become all that they were created to be. So that's my my final thought Wonderful. about us today. I absolutely love that. Oh, Julie, it's so remarkable to, to talk to you. And you're, you can tell you have such a big heart and such a passion and doing incredible things in the community. And and I know we'll be working more together with, you know, our directors United group and so many other things. And I'm like writing things down. I'm like, we're going to work with that and that and that and that and that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for, for making this a better community and doing all that you do. Well, I appreciate so much um, being given the opportunity to share a little bit about what we're doing. Um, and I appreciate all that you, all the leadership that you provided and, you know, the, like the platforms for growth for me personally as an executive director, as well as just being a member of, of the community. Um, so I'm, I'm more and more excited about Sherburne County all the time and all the great work that's being done here. We're definitely in this together and there's a lot of great opportunities for families to find what they need for their children. And um, so anyway, I'm very excited. Thank you for letting me be here. Yes. Well, till next time, neighbors, this is the Community United Podcast, and we'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Community United Podcast, a production of the Sherburne County Area United Way. Please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. If you want to know more about who we are and how else we support our local nonprofits, visit our website and subscribe to our mailing list, sherburneunitedway.org. Bye for now, neighbors. <laughs>